This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, coming to you from two former washed-up FCS football players. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson who is my good friend, former roommate, and also apparently partner. Uh, <laughs> we played at the University That's of Rhode Island. That's our classification, yes. <laughs> classification. We're not going to go into the context of that story. We might talk about it and get to the point. But as I said, two former URI football players giving you the perspective of two very recent graduates that played Division One FCS football. Today we're continuing the trend of discussing topics that relate to payment of players, name, Im- image, and likeness, and that specific topic today is going to be that NL- NIL stuff, all the, the various details that go into it. We're going to discuss our, our various perspectives, how we would, as, as guys that are very recently removed, look at some of these opportunities that are going to be presented to athletes, and anything like this is going to pertain to the FCS because they are division one. There are guys that have the potential to make some money from their name, their image and their likeness. So before we get to that though, Sean, can you just share with our listeners a quick message from bet online? Well, you know, betonline.ag. you know, I, today I'd like to, this week I'd like to talk about some prop bets, Joe. You think I could do that? Sure. Go for it. All right. So if you were going to take a prop bet on me, uh, leaving my computer in a studio 35 minutes away after driving home and burning two hours worth in the car and just driving back and forth from the studio and then tack on another hour of driving today uh, on a day where you looked for another 30 minutes to take your keys. Hey, let's just say, w- would you have taken that bet, Joe, or do you think that that's an unfavorable bet? See, you have been pretty good about not making mistakes like that, so I'm a bit shocked that you did. You've been you've been busy, but relatively on your your shit. So I was very very surprised that you 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 made an egregious error like that because that's something that I would have would have done. I I would not if I had the um, the option to take that bet on BetOnline.ag. I would not have taken that prop bet. You know, I would have taken Devin Booker three threes. I would have taken uh, Paul George twenty points, something like that. You know, not not me completely destroying and sabotaging my day. 
Big day, Joe. Fat day planned. I, f- fat day planned. It would have been – if I had given you the full breakdown of plans I would have had, it probably would have made fat stats. But that's a bet that I wouldn't have taken. But there are plenty of great pop, uh, prop bets on betonline.ag. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet on the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Bet on the NBA playoffs while you still can. Baseball's in full swing. Pitchers can't use the sticky stuff. Maybe you like the overs. So before next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Can we bet on how much money... Guys like Spencer Rattler about to make? Oh, is, that, is that something? Actually, I don't, I don't know even if I think... like him. You don't like Spencer Rattler? What did Spencer Rattler ever do to you, man? I saw a um a, a video of him in practice in high school, and he was completely trashing the second string quarterback and like telling him he's terrible and just it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like I have no problem with guys like having you've, swagger. You've you've never done that before. You've never talked down to a younger guy just to get into his head during practice. I watched you choke slam uh oh my god, who was that that you did that to? Who did I choke slam? Oh my god, who was the the you, you in one-on-one drills. There was that one time where you mm. kept getting into it with um it was like the whole season. Who was that one defensive lineman from Florida? Okay, one time maybe I slipped a little and and got on McDonough pretty bad. Okay, That's maybe one time I, my my forearm went towards uh, 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 too close to the head. Okay, but uh-huh. th- that's different. Yeah. That's I, not I, me. I, I don't know. That's not me. Just completely. Uh, I mean, the guys like the backup on this clip was like, "Hey, man, why are you tearing me down? You like like we're supposed to be teammates." And the kid was it, like probably like a freshman competing with a Rattler in high school who was like obviously going to go play college uh, uh, football. And the, the the backup, I'm like, like yeah, dude, why are you why are you crushing this kid? <laughs> you're obviously <laughs> you're obviously the starter. Why do this? I, since then, I just have not. And if I'm if if this was like a fever dream that I had, somebody'd let me know uh, because I, I still haven't been able to find that clip again. It was just something that completely turned me off a of rattler. Just just did. I thought you were gonna say that because he's a little ugly. I thought that was what it was gonna be. But no, was it, no, was it, I don't was care it what the QB player looks one? like. Huh? Was it from? Was it in QB one? It might have been. I don't know. I do it's not know famous. what it was from. It was like a, a, a forty-five second clip. All right. Well, I'm like, I, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it after because that is that is interesting that you you bring that up. I mean, r- regardless, today's episode, the intention is to talk about name, image, and likeness, the new provisions, and the openness that is about to go into play. Very, very soon. And some of these impacts, there's been a lot of articles, a lot of reporting going on, a lot of people talking to agents to get their perspectives on it, which is interesting. But right now, as of July 1st, new laws or executive orders are expected to be active in eight states. That includes Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, New Mexico, Ohio, and Texas. And as you can imagine, there are a number of FCS programs that play in those various states. And there's also 13 other states that have NIL laws uh, in in areas where it will go into effect later on. 
I don't have the exact timetables in front of me, but there are ones that go on next year, in the next few years. And right now, from what I understand, the NCAA is working to get some type of federal law passed that doesn't result in complications where certain states have different laws than others. That's where things are going to get messy. That's where things get complicated, and it makes things such a crapshoot for the NCAA. Now, we're not going to spend this show, Sean, crapping on the NCAA for taking so long to do this, but July 1st, we're going to start seeing some differences uh, in how these guys are going to be able to make money off of their likeness. And the first thing that I'm thinking of here, and and I want to discuss the perspective for FCS guys. And the way that I was thinking about this, Sean, is that we've got, I think, two different avenues for how FCS guys are going to make money. There are guys out there, and I I can't name who exactly, that are going to have on Instagram and Twitter upwards of 2,000 followers. Some are going to have close to 10. Like a guy like Trey Lance, when he was at North Dakota State, is going to have a pretty big following. But any there's going to be guys at, the, at these programs in these specific states that because of their social media following that will be able to make some money off of just promoting a product. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something big. And you know, there's an article that I sent over to you that was written by... Uh, Chase Goodbread, and this is on NFL.com, and they referenced in there, based on, I think, I'm trying to see what the name of the company was, that it's going to be around 10 to $6 per 1,000 subscribers, and that, that's kind of the standard rate for social media, so people are assuming and saying that FCS guys aren't going to make any money, but I think there's going to be a good amount of dudes that have uh, a, a decent social media following that are going to be able to profit off of it. I mean, there's a, there's a North Dakota guy who's a receiver that's got like 100,000-something uh, subs on TikTok. So guys like that are going to be able to make some profit off of it. That's the, the first avenue that I kind of see. Well, social media is definitely not going to be like slowing down by any means. Uh, right, so, right. So it's just going to keep on climbing, and guys are just going to keep on getting more uh, uh, followers, especially if they're going to be with these new rules there for four years. Imagine by the time you're a senior, how many, how many, more, I mean, how many more followers do we gain? Uh, come in there uh, to school with and then end up with. It it nearly doubled for both of us, at least on Instagram. And uh, I'm also seeing it as, uh, in the article, article, it was referenced that there's only so many guys that would have a national uh, platform where everybody knew who it was and everybody, uh, like Trevor Lawrence. Like, if this happened while he was in college, uh, it was noted that, yeah, maybe Nike or Adidas or somebody comes out and, and tries to get him while he's in college, get a college contract with him. But for other schools... Uh, that are not or other players, it's going to be a little more regional. It's going to be your, uh, hey, we want to have a, a Joe DeLeon uh, deli sandwich at Albies. And then whatever that check is, then people will want the DeLeon's thing or do whatever, sit there and do a signing and they'll pay you to do a signing at, at uh, well, what's the junker? Uh, Calzone, iZone. Yeah. You, iZone. You, you oh my God. iZone with a Sharpie uh, sign and whatever people brought in. You get a little cut of that. I could see that happening. I could see people uh, in, investing at least because I'm thinking on uh, the FCS level, right? It's right. not it, at least for us. Um, I'm thinking local spots, but, you know, something like that. Can you imagine seeing like uh, Aaron Parker doing something at the Coast Guard House? 
you know, maybe just. Or like, I could, I yeah. could see Aaron Parker, or or, or Zay's not very talkative. I don't know how good Zay would have been in a commercial, <laughs> but Aaron, Aaron Parker, like I could see him at like a car dealership. Someone would totally pay him in in a small state like Rhode Island mm-hmm. would easily pay someone like that a few thousand dollars to just appear in a commercial and say. Uh, Rhode Island Rams support such and such car wash and I or not car wash car um, car dealership and I drive this car kind of thing like I I could totally see that happening for like th- that's the thing for me Sean is and you already kind of started leading into my the second avenue that I was going to pitch here yeah is that a lot of these FCS programs are in small states where it's the only football program like North Dakota once this becomes enacted in North Dakota. You want to bet that uh, where that's a really important aspect of North Dakota culture is North Dakota State football. They're not going to be paying local businesses. They're not going to be paying these guys to appear in in commercials. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's what, and that's not a bad thing either. I mean, we we, it it would just be good, I guess. And and if anybody has an issue with seeing, I don't know, your favorite player. Advertising, I don't know, an orthodontic center in a strip mall. Wait, what's the what's the issue with that? What umbrage could you possibly take? <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I, I don't think we want to. We don't want to take that perspective because I, 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 there are going to be dumb people that have problems with it. I'm more yeah. so. I want to shift our focus to like, all right, how can these guys maximize themselves? How are FCS guys going to actually be able to benefit from this? And I think there's going to be a ton of dudes who will. It's going to. I think that players and I think LeBron James might have started ushering us into this new wave of really treating yourself like a brand and business. I know Jordan had uh, Jordan, but but actually investing in yourself. Right. Uh, Mm. Like when LeBron came out and said, yeah, I spend like two million dollars a year on treatment. Why is that? Because every time that he goes out there, he makes a bunch of money and he can keep on making money. And everybody had to become smarter after that. You're like, oh, my gosh, LeBron's doing that, you know. Maybe I need to do that. And then you, you kind of keep on working down the line there. Now guys are going to have to maybe start meeting with an agent and figure out the best plan. They're going to have to start meeting with people that understand social media. Uh, because for the most part, you know, both of us know how social media works. But it, it's all pretty individual uh, for us because we're just doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. But we were never advertising to a full college campus, right? We were just kind of posting whatever we wanted to post. And in this situation, people are going to have to learn and players are going to have to learn how to distribute the message, the brand, whatever it is, to a full campus or a full uh, community. And it's going to take a lot more work. It's going to be another job on top of class and football if these opportunities are presented to them. Yeah, and I think that's also a good thing is it's going to be a learning experience. And look, for those who are wondering – is this going to be something that's going to be simple right off the bat? No, it is going to be a mess. Uh, there are definitely going to be guys that are idiots and don't know how to orient a negotiation properly that are just going to walk into a sandwich shop on campus and say, like, hey, man, I want some free subs. I'll shout you guys out and might end up leading to some potential turmoil. I can only imagine what that team meeting is going to be like once Rhode Island opens it up and Coach Jim Fleming has to sit everybody down and say, you know, you can't, don't get yourself in trouble by, <laughs> we'd have to have all separate meeting. Could you imagine that uh, of, of, of Coach Fleming and Paul, Paul Kasabian coming into the, the, the compliance officer coming in and saying, don't, don't go piss, piss Albies off because you promised them to 
post on social media for some free subs and you didn't do it. Would they need a possible another employee to manage all of this? Uh, like like another like a business uh, guy to come in and manage it? I wouldn't want like, you that. Know, you I, know would be, shady, I would well, be I would be yeah, I'm I get that, but I would be I would be pissed if if you or I was trying to shove somebody down my throat. What if it was to a professional that, that knew how to do it though? That's the thing. That that knew how to operate but, within rules of liability, knew how to negotiate, do all that. But in my I don't eyes, think that, that, would be a that that actually, I think that's more of a, I th- that's actually a really interesting point that you bring up. I think a lot of schools are going to try to do that to retain revenue. I think that they're going to bring people in that are going to take a cut that is going to go back to the school if they allow them to handle the negotiation. That's actually a very good point. I didn't even consider that. Well, I'd saying, be pissed if that happened. Well, why is the cut? No, 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 no. I'm saying that school's paying them so they avoid liability. You pay this guy however much money, and the player still gets to keep the money. That guy's getting paid, but there's not going to be anything of, oh, uh, Sean Anderson skimped out on his on his on his deal with the fishing shop, and he just went to practice and then didn't post anything. And then there's liability saves the headaches. I think it's going to be a headache preventer is what they're going to have well, to hire, not a guy that takes a cut. The I, but the thing is, schools are leeches. Schools are only uh, going to do it I in know. a way that's going to maximize their their revenue. Rather than to help the student athletes, and that, just that's saying, been a fact. I, I don't could, care how many. Yeah, go ahead. What are you I'm, saying? I'm thinking of myself in the meeting. I'm like, I'm just sitting here looking at the meeting. I, just close your eyes and think about it with me, Joe. Uh, you're, I, you're, I can you're I can imagine here. the questions too. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, like it, it makes it makes me think back to. I don't mean to cut you off. It makes me think back to that <laughs> nutrition meeting we had. Our senior year and a meeting that was supposed to be 30 minutes long was like an hour and a half because dudes were asking the dumbest questions it was and they were all so specific and there was like can i eat this can i eat that and we wasted an hour and a half asking questions that to the point where <laughs> was it phlegm that got mad there was like guys yes. you need to stop asking Flem, questions Flem's like okay that's enough um, <laughs> I, even uh, Coniglio was like, what do I do with apple cider vinegar? You know, how do I, is that, is that a true thing? I'm like, coach, what are you doing? I'm dying to get out of here. I'm, I'm trying to get some sleep, but I'm sitting right back to the point. I'm sitting in the meeting right now. I'm sitting here. Okay. Here's Flem giving the speech. All right, boys, this is how we're going to do this. Um, and then I'm sitting here like, I, it's just, I, I cannot see him saying, okay, I cannot see him having a full breakdown PowerPoint presentation ready to say how you should do this and what what channels you have to go through. I both can't see that, but I can see him uh, having major headaches with having to make one also because so, somebody's going to have to come down the hall and, and say, you have to say this here, are the stipulations here, are the rules, because right now we're assuming that like everything is a go. It's not all going to be a go. There's going to be a bunch of problems. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, what happened? I can hear the question now. What if a strip, uh, coach, a strip club, r- reached out to me uh, to, to to go make an appearance? Oh my god! Something like that. I mean, you you know, I mean, we worked in in ra- uh, intern in radio uh, our our junior year. That's strip clubs are running spots on on that station all yeah. the time. Why wouldn't they that's they a, reach out to the college guy with his and, college and friends? A, right, you know, and, 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 and that's then, an, what do you do right, with that right. then if you're a coach? Right, what, what's that what's that image for the program? Do fans like that? Do they not like that? Or is it all just completely individual? If this guy wants to be the strip club guy, I'm like, dude, this is going to be a headache. I, I can. This uh, guy wants to be the strip club guy. Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, there's there strip club guys on every team. 
Yeah, there's there's two guys I can think of. I'm not going to say. I'll tell you after the show who no, I think no, of that no, we I played think, with. I that think would, I know. Yeah, we, we may or may not have lived with one of them. That would have been perfect for that. But uh, I, that that's a really good point because a lot of these FCS programs are not really going to have guys, unless you have an NFL guy in his senior year that is picking up a lot of steam, you're not going to have guys that agents are going to want to spend time on. Because uh, you know, even as if you have players that have large social media followings, you're really only going to get a small paycheck from those players. It's yeah. really not worth your time to invest in a guy who's going to get like maybe like a five thousand dollar deal for multiple shout outs for the local sandwich shop. You take fifteen percent of that. That's really not that much money in the long term with the amount of time that you're going to be invested on it. And the whole point of having an agent is go, is to control those marketing deals. There's a reason why you typically don't see NFL players plastering their names on strip clubs is because an agent's part of their job is to control the uh, narrative. The, the narrative for the player. They want them to appear as respectable as possible. There are tons of guys in the NFL that would, without a doubt, take free opportunities to go to a strip club if he just had to shout There's them out every so often. There's tons of people on this show right now that would take that opportunity. I would, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would have freaking did that. Are you kidding me? If if we, if when we were doing get to the point, if the strip club in Providence came to us and say like, "Can you guys shout us out?" I would have done it in a damn heartbeat. Oh my god! I would have said this entire show is presented by uh, so and so. I would have done it for just one free drink. I would have done a bottomless show for that. We're, <laughs> we're bottomless for bunnies in Providence. Uh, and this is oh. <laughs> they're presenting the show. And we'll be out there on Saturday night after the game, win or lose. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm also. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm also thinking is, is do you have to enact rules? Like, are you, you going to have to put down team rules to prevent guys from wear, wearing gear to maybe you know flash some sponsorships, that kind of thing, oh, because boy. that stuff's not lined up. In the NFL, there's definitely things that mm. prevent that. I can, I can hear Donnie now who got upset for <laughs> Vito Priori wearing Under Armour socks at a during a scrimmage. You know, I can hear coaches getting upset now. Like, like, why are you wearing that armband that says, um, you know, I, as you said, I zone on it, something like that. Guys, it, might, hell, it, I, I would get a tattoo if if someone no, was you to blame me for it. Uh, <laughs> that's a step. That's a step too far. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's going to be so much red tape, uh, regardless. With the NCAA, they're going to come out. They're going to say Man. you can't. You know, there's going to be such a long list of rules, and then it's going to be a mandatory presentation you have to give to your team about what you can and can't do. And then additionally, would it come down to the coaches to set not morality codes, but you know, the standard of, of what we, if you guys now have the right to go sell stuff, but make sure to uphold the standard of, 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 uh, as, as mm-hmm. whatever, San Diego state, whatever, whatever school that they're playing for Sam Houston, you know, they just won the championship. Uh, can you, anybody coming down there with the ring, go ahead, come see the ring, come pay for it. It's just going to be a, I think it's going to be a massive headache for coaches and okay, that's fine. You know, they're making a lot of money to coach, but at the same time, it's going to be – I think it's going to get like – I'm excited to hear from our sources that are currently in the in the sport about what uh, what's actually happening with this stuff and whether or not they've been uh, not allowed to take a sponsorship opportunity. Yeah, and ultimately if you try to have a coach 
who says, you know, we're not messing around with any of that stuff. If you do it, you're off the team. Those dudes are going to leave. They're going to go play for better programs with more understanding coaches. I, I think we will end up seeing programs that have the best relationships with businesses and boosters that are willing to maybe facilitate some of those relationships are going to be the ones that might flourish during this era until it is really figured out. This is this might take 10 years just to actually get a full grasp on how to handle it. It right. is going to be very messy because guys are doing it under the table already. You get guys like Johnny Manziel who's getting paid to go sign things. I think if you have programs that can facilitate those relationships early on and when you bring a guy on a visit, you just sit him down and the booster walks in who owns the car dealership and says, yeah, if you know if you guys do this, this, and this, and you're you're starting, we hook you up with a ten thousand dollar check and a car as long as you talk about us on social media. Like I think that that might play a lot into the growth of some of these programs that have an influence like that. It's all gonna, <laughs> it's turn, it's gonna turn into like radio where each station has their own uh, uh, place and. Oh, so and so hooked me up with my my Chevy uh, Tahoe, and then it's gonna be that's what's gonna be every single uh, read for a year, and then it's gonna I don't know I don't I don't know what the stipulation is gonna be how often you have to post how often you have to do it because I know with radio the way that well, the, the dealerships uh, and car dealerships work you know it's yeah. a spot every hour at the very least you're talking about your great car you're talking about your EcoBoost you're talking about this and that and you always saying the great four uh, friends at so and so Ford or so and so Hyundai uh, it's gonna be odd because we were all growing up in like the social media age it was always kind of like our own thoughts put out there or people telling jokes and stuff like that and we follow our teammates on twitter and like oh that's my teammate you know that's who he is and i I like his tweets and that's what it is and then it's gonna be like oh that's my teammate and now he's promoting kombucha it's kind of a little odd but i'm happy for him. (laughs) it's gonna be a new little sphere for everybody to be in it'll be interesting it's gonna be really interesting well there's a tendency for, uh, you know, for social media posts to kind of have like a CPM to it. So it's similar to podcasting advertising yeah. where paid per view kind of thing. And if you have a certain amount of followers, you're going to get a good chunk percentage of those followers who check it out. And this article that I'm referencing, oh my God, I keep losing. Playbooked is the name of this business. There's a couple businesses that have popped up with this premise where it acts as an active marketplace for various brands to connect with athletes. And I think that that type of liaison might things make things easier. Maybe the relationships between schools and businesses like that are going to also make things a lot easier for mm-hmm. recruiting. But I, I just want to wrap up. So the, the idea that I, I, I think that I want to put out there, because I know we've got guys that listen into the show that currently play. If, is, if it is being active in the state that you are currently playing in, go walk down to the damn store, the, the, the shop's, and the restaurants on your campus and see where you can work out now. Now is the time to do it. Try and get something on paper. Just try and get something. Like cuz that's what I would be doing. I wish I I wish we had that opportunity back then. I don't know if I had the f- social media following at the time. Maybe now I probably could have made some money. But I would be communicating as much as possible with businesses just to get some, you know, even if it's like 100 bucks and some free food, I would you know, I'd be trying to negotiate that stuff now. Don't be complacent. Right. I and mean, we were always, everybody's, you're, you're going to post the food in your Snapchat anyways, you know, humble eats, mm-hmm. uh, shout out the plug, all, all that stuff. You're going to, you're going to, <laughs> you're going to post it anyways. Why not get paid for it? Uh, dude, can mm-hmm. you imagine the Warwick Chipotle and how, how much of a, how many times that they have been posted on our team's Snapchats and 
oh my God, there's been so much just free publicity to the yep. Chipotle in a Warwick. Take advantage of it. Go get your team likes a spot, dude. Oh my God. I would have loved, I, I would have facilitated an offensive line team, uh, the whole group getting a sponsorship at a joint, <laughs> whatever, whatever it would have been. This is the, this is the roadie offensive line spot. This is where we're going to be at every Thursday, uh, getting our dinner in before the game or whatever, like, you know, something like that. You want to come hang with the big boys. This is where we're going to be at. Find a way, get a, get creative, do the thing. I think that's what I would have done. I would have done a big position group type thing. Everybody gets paid. Everyone gets it. Uh, and you're getting, I don't know if there's 10 of us, you're getting 10 times the, the publicity from all of us. Mm-hmm. And you got, you, you, yeah, it just works. I can see it just working. Yeah, part of me wishes we, this had come through maybe a few years ago. I don't think either of us. What? Of course. <laughs> no, no, uh, definitely, definitely. But not for the reason. I don't think either of us would have had enough followers to actually make any money. But I, yeah, I definitely. network. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think we could handle it for other people. That's where I'm a little bit miffed. I'm like, if I, I, I could have handled that stuff for people. I think you and I both could have done very well if we were if we were there and were able to do that. Are you kidding me? I would have. I, with the, I'm just saying the network that we were able to cultivate by senior year. If this came, if if this happened our junior year, going into that spring yeah. or going into our senior year, mm-hmm. we would have been able to find something. We would have been able to get sponsored, or, or not sponsored, but you know, mm-hmm. some type of deal. Yeah, it's it's just it, it's just people. It, People are, especially in Rhode Island, especially there, because what do you have? The the Paw Sox or the Woo Sox? Mm -hmm. FCS players are going to have an opportunity, uh, unlike, uh, so if you're going to Clemson, right? Mm -hmm. There's going to be tons of spots. You're going to have probably 20 players, and those players are going to be getting real advertising where everybody knows them. Rhode Island, you could go to 40 players. Because everybody knows of even better. Yeah. And then even in the just smaller towns, smaller uh, FCS venues, you go to Billings, you could sign the whole team up to something. They love the, they just they love it. The fans, just, I don't know. I, I it's the FCS. I think really has a chance to not dominate because I believe that the FBS guys are probably going to get paid a, a hair more. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> yeah. Busy. I emphasis but, on a hair. But I just think I look on the, the the small the small business angle. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, you guys really have an opportunity because these are places where small businesses thrive. And it, you know, it's not like you're going to New York. You're not going into Times Times Square mm-hmm. uh, looking to rent out a billboard. No, no, no. It's straight up human. It's it's very very intimate. And people in the around FCS schools they appreciate the intimacy. You know, it, it's that's that's kind of slower America. It's what it is. So go and take advantage. Right, right. All right, well, I think that's a good way to end our discussion here on NIL and the impact on the FCS. Sean, you got any closing thoughts? Always double-check for your backpack when you get in the car. All right, get your bread up. Current players, go take advantage of it. Sorry if your state doesn't have it. We're praying for you. All right, well, folks, I don't know why I said it like that. It's so dark. <laughs> I want that to be our closer instead of having a good rest of the week. Just, hey. We're praying for you. At FCA, you know, follow me on Twitter at Jody Leone. Follow, follow him on Instagram at, or, or, or Twitter at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back next week. We're praying for you. Just close <laughs> out like that. Because everyone's going to be like, why? What? Should we be worried? What's going on? Do they, do they know something? <laughs> Should we be concerned? <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Follow me at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, 
at Believe Podcasts and head to Believe.com to find our show as well as hundreds of other shows. Talk to you soon, folks. Enjoy the rest of your day. We're praying for you. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.